This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm really excited today to do a deep dive into this experience that we led last week called Make Time for Your Health and to just explain what we did and how we did it. And by the way, we decided to focus on health because we know that in a change of season, sometimes our self-care, how we're thinking about our bodies are the things that tend to go as our priorities are shifting from one season to the next. And so we decided to zero in on this, but anything that you hear here, you could use for any area of your life, right? So usually we're looking at all areas of our life. We're looking at our wellness, but also our lifestyle, spirituality, work, all the different areas. So you could do this for anything, but let's start. Let's dive into what this looks like. Now, by the way, if you want the planning sheets that go with this, you can go to the show notes to see how to get there. Also in the show notes, we'll show some of the diagrams that I'm going to talk through as I'm saying this out loud. You can see them. And if you want to do more of a deep dive into the work, you can go to plansimple.com slash make time for your health and you can get all the worksheets and all the corresponding expert talks and all the things that go with it. All right. So you can do a lot from this podcast. And if you want more, you go there. Okay. So what I thought I'd do is just I think some of the reason that this work is so impactful is because some of the different types of questions we're asking during the planning process. And so what I intend to do on this episode is talk through what some of those questions are. So you can literally do them in a notebook that you have. You don't need the sheets, but also the sheets have more questions, if that makes any sense. All right. So First of all, I want to start with our model. And again, you can go see this in the show notes, but you can also, I'm going to try to make it very visual in your head as I talk through it. So the flow planning process, the model of that is a circle and there's five steps and you can start anywhere and keep going around. I, in general, start us at the top right-hand corner of the circle, the lightest color, which is in the model, it's pink, and it's our step to get centered. So there's two critical pieces that I think are missing from the way that we think about planning. And one of them is that planning is such an amazing opportunity to get centered. So I'm going to take a step back for a sec, which in my definition of planning, all planning is, is making choices in advance. That's all it is. It's just making choices. And the advantage 
that taking the time to plan has is that we can get into a mindset, into a vibration. We can be centered and calm when we're making those choices. So often we're making big choices when we're really triggered or scared or upset or overwhelmed. And the choices that we make from those feelings are very different from the choices and what we even see as the possibilities when we've taken the time to get centered and do the next step, I'll tell you. So getting centered is always the first step in the flow planning process. The second step is to, from that centered place, have a vision for whatever it is, whether you're thinking about your next hour or you're thinking about your next three years. You're getting centered and allowing yourself to envision the possibility of the next hour or three years from now or anything in between or you know, 15 minutes from now. And then we decide, then we make choices and then we schedule the choices. So once we've decided what we want, We do a lot in our paid program, Flow 365, and I'll tell you in a minute because we're about to unleash some shorter programs, which is so exciting. We do a lot in our programs around organizing our decisions. So there's this step of making choices, and then part of the planning process is breaking things down, making things simpler, and organizing the choices that we've made. And as women, we tend to like play really well in that area. So once we started making decisions and We like those lists, right? Whether they're organized lists or chaotic lists, we tend to like playing in lists, which is where that decision-making piece lies. It's basically, you could have a messy list or you could have a really well-organized list, but no matter which camp you sit in, there's still lists. And so the fourth step of the flow planning process is to schedule stuff, to put it in time, because until it's in time, we don't really understand it. And often that's how we create this story of I'm so behind, I'm so off track, I'm so behind. It's because we don't understand it in time. And once our brain decided that we want something, it pretty much assumes it's done. So scheduling becomes really important in tending to our thoughts and really helping our brain understand like, yes, I decided and it's going to be done. And this is when that's going to happen. And then we can start to really understand how things are going to unfold. And then the fifth step is around follow through. And I'm going to give us ideas in all five of these areas around making time for our health this fall in this episode. And then again, if you want a deep dive, you can go to plansimple.com slash make time for your health. All right. So something really exciting before I dive in that's coming up in case this is of interest to you is that Flow365 is our year-long program. I very purposefully have it at a year. I believe that when we're talking about changing our wellness, our work, how productive we are, building businesses, tending to our homes, our families, all the things that we do as women wearing lots of hats, it just takes a year to make lasting changes in all the categories, which is what we do in Flow 365. So I've been pretty firm about that. There was moments during the heat of the pandemic where I opened things up for 90 days, but really I've noticed that both what we can give in a year and how the results we can create in a year 
it's really important to have a year. And also the commitment that a woman makes when she steps into a year is a really important part of the process as well. So I've stayed pretty true to that. And I also understand that some of you are meeting me for the first time. Like, why would you step in for a year? Like after the first week, even if you love what we're saying. And so I keep thinking over and over again, like, well, I don't want to get into the teaching of things so much. I mean, we do actually have a productivity course in the works. But what I'm what we're really stand for at Plan Simple is helping women follow through to help women be accountable. So we don't want to be teaching a bunch of extra stuff about how to do your business, how to do your health, how to do your home, all those things. There's so many amazing experts for that. We really want to help women follow through, really take the action that they're wanting to take and feeling stuck around because their lives are so full and so busy. And so I've been thinking and thinking of how to do this in six-week periods. And we have two really exciting things coming up. The first one really relates to this podcast, which is we are creating a six-week container for following through on your goal. And we're going to have this daily check-in methodology, which we practice all the time in flow and we're formalizing and releasing in a new way with this program. And I'm so excited to do that side by side with anyone who comes in because we're really just trying to make sure that you're following through on your goals. And I want the process to really work for you. So I'm super excited to be opening up this six-week container of follow-through that is going to have this next-level daily check-in. And so for me, if we're checking in daily, that means that over the course of six weeks, you will be moving toward your goal. There will also be a weekly aspect of planning so that you're sure that every Friday you're planning for your next week so that we know what you're checking in on on a daily basis. And it should be really amazing. And it's such an amazing time of year, even though I know it sounds like how can I fit in one more thing? Well, this is how you learn how to fit in all the things like what we're doing is going to help with the busyness of the year. So if you're interested in that, go to the homepage of Plan Simple and there'll be links to how to sign up for the two programs that we're releasing right now. The second one has less to do about what we're talking about today. But if you have, if you've released a kid to college or somewhere like I have one who's going to college and one who's actually going on a gap year, but they're going away. If that's the case for you and whether it's the first time, the second time, one's gone, two've gone, three have gone, it doesn't matter. There's something that's shifting in your house in this season. And I think we can get lost in that if we don't really show up to all that it means for us as a mother. And so we are crafting a mother circle. It's one of my favorite things to do is lead mother circles. And often we focus on tweens and teens, and I'm going to hyper focus on this exact transition so that women who are going through this, and I'm right there with you, we can really be with the sad but also the gift of the transition, the gift of the freedom. So we're going to spend six weeks together. I think like we're really creating almost like the dream. So it's like we have this idea of what it will be like when we release our kids and then we release them and it feels very different. And so I think by really 
being with it, we can actually allow ourselves to acknowledge who we really are becoming. And it's usually much better than we even thought it would be. So this is a six-week journey of who we're becoming in this transition of our kids leaving the house. So if you're interested in that, that's also accessible from the homepage at plansimple.com. And that, again, is totally unrelated to what we're about to talk about, but I just wanted to put that out there. Okay, so we have this flow planning method, right? We have this process of center, vision, decide, schedule, and follow through. So this past week when I led people through this process one session, one day at a time, we went through and filled out different questions, but basically the sessions map to those five, like there's five sessions and they kind of map to those five categories. There's a little bit of overlap, which I can explain as we go through this. Again, what I want to do is pull out the key questions, pull out the things that are really making a shift in how one might think about their plan. So when we're talking about wellness and change of season, so it might be that, you know, this summer you got out because you were walking more often often or, you know, playing a summer sport or you just felt great because you were outside more, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe like you were traveling and in a lot of family situations and you didn't eat the way you wanted and you're not feeling very great. It doesn't matter. However you felt, you might be deciding how you want to feel heading into the new season in a different way. Usually we respond from one season to the next. So let's say that in the fall, you're really hoping to get back to your yoga class or go to this workout or really lean into the food that you're wanting to eat, right? And so what we can do, if we even if we go through the flow planning process, like even if we were to just be in the decide and schedule piece, this is why I'm going to take us back to the first step. But if we're in the decide and schedule piece, we, you know, we might decide those things that we want to do. And then we might schedule them in our calendar. So that might look like showing up to yoga this day or doing this workout three times a week or shifting what we have for breakfast. And it is this or shifting how we eat dinner and it is whatever you decide you want to eat. And what can happen sometimes, especially if you're someone who has done this before and then not paid attention to your own plan, that's really what we're unearthing as we go through this process of what it actually looks like to make time for your health. So in the first session, one of the really impactful questions that we asked is, why is your health important to you? So you can 100% answer this question for yourself in a notebook. Why is your health important to you? And what I would encourage you to do is go three levels deep. Okay, so I'm going to use myself as an example. So if you ask me this question right now, Mia, why is your health important to you right now? I might say, well, I'm 48. And to be honest, I'm noticing all these hormonal changes and I'm not always comfortable in them. And my knees are hurting and I feel foggy some days and I don't want to be that way. That's not how I want to grow old. So that would be my probably first answer. And that's great. And that's real. And that's a true why. But if you ask me again, but Mia, why? Like, really, like, why do you want to be healthy? I might say, well, I might get more specific and say, well, because my kids might go off and have children. And when they have children, oh my gosh, I want to be just 
present and available. I want to be present for them in their current phase. I want to have energy to go visit them at their various places as they spread out over the country and right now over the planet. Like I just want to be able to be there for them and have the energy to do so. And I really am wanting to feel good in my body right now. I want to feel healthy. And so that sort of becomes my next level. And I can already feel how much more true as I allow myself to go one level deeper, how much more passionate I feel about that. And then it's like, okay, Mia, but like this season right now, like really, why is your health important to you? And what immediately comes up as well, in May, my middle daughter and I are walking the Camino in Spain. And I don't know if I can do that right now. Like if you sent me there right now, I don't know if I would be able to make it. And I really want to do it. I want to do it well. I want to be able to make it. I want to set myself up for success for this amazing time with my young adult daughter. And that feels so true. And the other thing is, is it's so much simpler. Like, can you see how when I went from like all the things around my hormones and being 48 to that, like what I focus on, it's so much more focused. So what I encourage us to do is keep asking that question and see how focused it gets you by answering that question over and over again. Why is your health really important to you? Why is your health important to you now? Just keep drilling down and see what comes up. So that's my first invitation. And that's kind of my answer right now to you for that. The other thing we did in session one, and again, this is one of like six or seven ideas that we played with. These are two of the six or seven ideas that we played with on that day. The other thing is really answering the question of like, okay, so if this is your why, where do you keep getting stuck? Because if it's your why, you've probably tried before, right? Like I keep trying to exercise the way I want. So it's like, where do I keep getting stuck? And for me, it's like, well, sometimes I start work without taking care of exercise in the morning. And then by the end of the day, I'm too tired, right? And so I haven't found the time and I haven't prioritized that over my work. And so I start to get honest about where I'm getting stuck. At the beginning of the summer, if I had answered this question, I would say, well, I just literally don't have like one of the things was, you know, I can technically take a break to go on a walk or whatever in the middle of the day, right? I own this company, I can take breaks, I can schedule my day so that I can exercise in the middle. But then I'm like, need to change and do all these things. And it wasn't feeling easy. So I was like, I just need a set of workout clothes, like more workout clothes that I can just have at the ready and not be worrying about like wash and changing and it's easy. And so I bought like three squirts and three t-shirts and the shirts look really great. So even if I'm in them on Zoom, it's okay. And it just has made it easier to like get out. So it was just literally an obstacle about clothing, which seems so trivial and so first world, but it was getting in the way. So where do we get stuck? So those are two questions that we answered in session one, which you can 100% consider and answer for yourself right now. So in session two, we got in and session one also was about getting centered. So I will also share that one of the things that happened in session one is 
I let everyone in a meditation. And I often do this in that get centered phase of any goal that we're setting, whether it's around our health or our business, it just looks different, whether it's we're looking at the next month, or we're looking at the next week, or we're looking at the next three years, it's just the level that we get centered needs to be a little bit different. So in that day one, I did a body scan meditation, which everyone really loved. So we're actually going to extract that and it will be in the podcast episode right after this. Okay. So right after this, you should also see a body scan. And so if you're interested in seeing how just getting your whole body relaxed and calm before you start any decision-making processes that I would invite you to do. It's really impactful. Okay. So back to session two. So once we were all centered and we were getting centered both in our bodies through that meditation and by asking ourselves these questions about why, we got into, well, what do we really want, right? That's the vision piece. What do we really want? And I offered this idea of like, well, what are all the things you're holding? Because I find that around our health, we're holding a lot. And in order to really see what you want, we have to sort of put out all the things we're holding and really get clear about what it is that we want. Like literally, like maybe it's that you think you want to shed weight or you want more energy or you don't want, you're holding the fact that you have all these hot flashes and you're not sure what to do with them. Or you wish you could go to this class. You wish there's like 10 that you could list out 10 different classes you've been thinking you want to go to, but you haven't made time for. Or you want to try some supplement or you wish you were organized around dinner in your pantry, right? So like all these things you're holding around your health, you hate your doctor and you wish you had a new doctor. It can be anything. It can be little things and big things, new things and very old things. And what helps is if we sort of do a brain dump of all these things. And in the planning sheet I gave out, there was two columns. And so the first step was to do the brain dump. And the next step was to figure out what's the next step. And so I'll offer this to you today. So the next step can be a variety of things. It could literally be the next step. So let's say that I want to go to like one of the things that comes out is I want to go to a yoga studio. So the next step could be to buy a class pack or to look up the schedule and put a class in my calendar or to spend 30 minutes finding a yoga studio, right? There's different next steps for everyone depending on who you are. But what I also offered, really two or three other ideas, which is the next step could be, this thing is old, I'm done. So it could be just letting go. The next step is I'm letting go of this thing. I don't, like the fact that I want to shed weight, that's an old idea. So maybe I'm just letting that thing go. That's not what I need to focus on right now. Okay. So maybe it's a forever thing. Like I just, this is old. I'm done. Let it go. The other thing is it's just not for this season. So you could just write down, not this season. I'm going to do this another season. And that first question of why this is important to you might really help you dial that in. So for example, if I'm thinking about how just meaningful it sounded that I could really walk for 10 hours a day and feel okay, I'm going to focus on walking and strength training. 
I don't need on my list might have been I want to be able to run a 5k but I don't doesn't need to be this season I don't need to run a 5k this season I need something a little bit different I might focus on food that is anti-inflammatory right so that my knees don't hurt but I might not need to like I don't know what an example is like totally overhaul some other area or get more nuanced around a liver cleanse this season, right? So all these things appear on my list, but I might not actually need to do those things this season. I might save those for a different season. This is making sense? Okay, so that's what we did when we're really coming up with our wants is we made this big list. But then as you can see, the things that aren't this season or that you're just letting go of, those just like you can cross them off basically. Maybe you want to keep a list of them so you can remember the next season ones or you can remind yourself that you've released something because it might come back. <laughs> but for the most part, you're getting a different kind of list is coming forward because you're editing it as you go through this process. All right, so in session three, which happened to have been day three in our time together, we started to get specific. Okay, so if these are all the things we want and we're starting to see what the next steps are, what are your actual three goals for this season? Like, what are the next three things? Like, what are your goals? And I always encourage everyone to shift out of perfection and just trust your intuition. You did that whole process of getting centered and getting visioned. So trust what's coming through. Like, trust the first three ideas that come through. See what they are. Allow this page, this process to be a bit messy. So, you know, I would just put them down really quickly. So for me, my first one was about walking. My second one was about hydration. And my third one was about strength training. Now, there's other things like I still want to eat well, like there's other things that I want to happen. But these are the three things that like, aren't happening at all. And I really, really want them to be true. And so I sort of start to look at those and start to trust that in myself. And one of the ways that I can do that is ask myself, okay, how can I simplify or get to the root of these three healthy changes, right? So how can I simplify or get to the root? And so I'll tell you about my walking one. So my walking one is kind of frustrating to me because sometimes feel like I walk a lot. But the truth is, is that I'm always walking the dog. And walking the dog is very different than when I go off on a walk, or at least the way that the dog walks with me is very different than when I go off on a dog by myself. My husband seems to be able to walk the dog just fine, like because he's always off leash, the dog always listens to him. But for me, it's a very different experience with the dog and without the dog. So I'm still going to need to walk the dog. But what I would really like is to find time to just walk alone, walk differently, walk fast, walk farther. And so that's really the root of it is finding those extra pockets that are not with the dog. And part of that might be asking for help so that it's not me always walking the dog, which it's actually not. It's mostly my husband and part of that might be in the afternoon getting my daughter to help so the one that's still going to be home <laughs> and so how do I simplify it how do I get to the root with the one of getting strength training you know for the past I don't know 
well, I guess since COVID started, I felt really strong before COVID. And then obviously we weren't going to classes. And one of the ways that I actually felt really strong before COVID was yoga. I definitely do a form of yoga that has strength built into it. And I love it and adore it. And it's hot. And there's I just love it. And I always felt really strong. So since COVID, I've also aged, right, a couple of years. And I'm not going to those classes anymore. So both those things are true. And so part of me is like, as I think about this goal, I'm like, part of me is like, I'm not sure that yoga is still the way that I want to get strong. So that's the first thing that comes up. I feel like the kind of yoga I want to do right now is kinder and gentler and has a different purpose. It's like to help me sleep and relax and stretch. And it's less about me getting strong. That kind of yoga class sounds less appealing to me right now. And so it's like, okay, so like, I also have tried lots of YouTube videos, I bought weights, I've tried YouTube videos with weights, and I can totally do those. And in our I hope everyone heard the podcast episode with Dr. Anthony, if not go back a few episodes, that was a great one. And everything he shared really shifted my understanding of what I need right now. I 100% asked him a lot of personal questions. And one of the things that really freed me was like, do this two times a week hard, and then allow your body to recover. And I don't know how to do that with a YouTube video. Like that would scare me with a YouTube video. So one of the things that as I get to the root, I'm like, you know what? One of the things that that yoga class did give me was the most amazing sense of community. So where I get to with this one is, okay, is there somewhere I could go two times a week and really be guided through this process as I'm transitioning into somebody who is getting stronger? So is this a forever solution? No, that's not the point. The point is, is that this is my next six weeks, right? All we were thinking about was the next six weeks. And so as I do this, I start to figure out like, how do I simplify? How do I get to the root? And it becomes less about just putting the thing in my calendar. With the hydration one, it's the same thing. It used to be that I would set all these reminders on my phone, which I still think is a great practice for many of you. I would put all these reminders in my phone about drinking water, and it's probably still something that I'll do. But as I'm considering what's really happening, part of what I realize is that hydration is bigger than just the water. And so it's like, how am I getting more raw hydrating foods into what I'm doing every day, like that is a big part of this. And so there's lots of different ways to get to the root. There's lots of different answers. That's all I want to share. I think about that because I feel like everyone has a different route. And hopefully the playlist that we've put together, which actually you can get to through the show notes in this show, there's a playlist of all the wellness podcasts, or at least all the ones that we've pinpointed as being really, really like we want you to dive into those if you're dealing with those things. There's a list of all of them. So if you're trying to figure out what the root of your sleep issues are, you can go listen to the episode with Callie. If you're trying to figure out the root of like what's not happening with fitness, you go listen to Dr. Anthony. If you're trying to get to the root of why your hormones aren't feeling balanced, you go listen to Tess or Amanda, right? So it's like we have lots of different solutions there for you. And we want you to go listen to those episodes and get what you need out of them. Once you've gone through the process of these asking yourself these questions of understanding your why of doing your own brain dump and seeing what comes up, and then deciding your three things and really needing to understand how to get to the root, then you go look at all this expert insight, because we've got some great expert insights. All right, 
I think that's what I'm going to share about these sheets because that feels like a lot of things for you to think about. What happened next was, well, in each of those sessions, there was more questions that came up, just clarifying questions. So we get farther away from just plopping that thing on your schedule and really focus on what needs to be focused on. The story that I found myself sharing over and over last week, and I probably share on this podcast I've probably shared it before too, is that there's a story that I heard from the famous dancer Twyla Tharp about how she, I think she's in her, she must be in her late 70s now, maybe even, yeah, I'm not going to add age to Twyla Tharp, but she's an amazing dancer who's definitely, you know, has lived a lot of life. And I heard her talk many years ago about her process of creativity and follow through and, you know, how she shows up to her work. And one of the things that she shared, and it was just recently, also, I read it again in a book about habits. And so it's really stuck with me, is that one of the things that we can do is Instead of focusing on that thing that we've been focusing on, like in her case, it was go to the gym. So part of her job was go to the gym every day because she was a dancer. But that wasn't what she focused on. What she focused on was getting in the cab because if she got in the cab, she went to the gym and enjoyed it. If she didn't get into the cab, she never made it to the gym. And so she focused on all the things that led into going into the cab. So a lot of what we're doing in the first three sessions is really setting ourselves up to get into our version of the cab. And it's a little different for everybody and for every different goal, what that is. And so we spent a lot of time really pinpointing what our version is. And then on the fourth day, what we did is we created a one page plan that brought together the answers to a lot of the questions. So I find that if you have that whole circle of center, vision, decide, schedule, like if you have all those things on one view, it's much easier to follow through. So we had this one page, which you can go get to again by going to plansimple.com slash make time for your health. And you fill in like your why on the page, you fill in the thinking that's going to have you fulfill this why you fill in your elegant moves, you fill in what needs to happen, you look at what the equivalent of your cab is on that sheet and what thinking you need, right. And then you also divvy up some of the time. So it's all on this one page. And we talk you through how to fill it out. And I find that that's really impactful for follow through. And on the last day, we did something really fun, which is sometimes all we need to do is start, right? So all we really, really need is to start something. So on the final day, we started all together, everybody put 15 minutes into just making their next move. So some people went off and ate a healthy meal. Some people went and did a weightlifting exercise. Some people went off and did their Qigong or their yoga stretches. Some people went meal prepped or drank a glass of water and did a meditation. It was so beautiful to see what everyone did in 15 minutes, how different it was and how helpful it was to just take action. So that was the format and you can take that and run with it yourself. You can go get all the classes if you want to listen to all the feedback, all the coaching that happened during that experience so that you can implement it in your own life. And 
Again, if you're wanting to really step into this, I highly, highly, highly recommend joining us for six weeks and really seeing what it's like to follow through. I mean, I highly recommend. I invite you, I should say, because you can totally go off and answer those questions. And I would recommend also finding some accountability and you could totally rock this. And if you just don't want the effort of doing all those things, we have the format for you. We have the coaching for you. We have the built-in accountability. And not only will we keep you accountable for the six weeks, but we'll teach you a framework that you can then go off and use with colleagues and friends in all areas of your life. So if you're interested in follow through, again, go to our website and check out that six-week program, which starts pretty soon right? Because we're transitioning into the fall. So it's a September, October thing. So that what I don't want to happen is what has happened in the past. Some seasons for me, I will fully admit, is it's like I have the best of intentions of getting so organized when the fall hits. And then the fall gets really busy with all the stuff with the kids and with work and with our home being organized in a different way and food and my own health and all the different things. And all of a sudden, it's like I wake up and in the US, it's Thanksgiving, it's November. Maybe it even starts with Halloween, right? It's like the end of October. And to me, then it's like, if I haven't caught my breath, the end of the year is different. It's like, it's so easy to keep avoiding stepping into what we want and putting it off to like, well, it'll be the new year. It'll be the new year. And I don't think we're consciously doing that right now because the new year is still four months away, but we're kind of unconsciously doing it. So if you're really ready to step in, you're ready to step in in a new way, what I like to call a feminine way, which means kind and calm and also fierce at the same time, I invite you to step into the six-week container and really follow through for yourself. And I'm so excited to see what happens. So again, go to plansimple.com. You can get to all that from there. You can also get to it from the show notes of this episode if you're wanting to see all the details of everything I shared or you're watching this after the fact of live. If you're watching this, you know, October, November, December, if you're listening to this podcast episode after September, it may be that the things aren't all on the homepage, but you can always go to the show notes and figure out like the latest version of what we're up to. All right. And I will see you soon. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart and have a great day. 